Sound of Truth starts now. Welcome to Sound of Truth, the podcast designed to inform, inspire, and encourage you in your walk with Christ. Check out our website at soundoftruth.org. That's soundoftruth.org. Lee Corning. We're talking to him. He's in Austin, Texas, originally from Chicago land. Lee, you and I are uh, native Illinoisans. I guess that makes us me being from Southern Illinois, you being from the Chicago area. But we're, we're glad to have you on the program, Lee. Thanks for coming on. Hey, appreciate you having me. And, uh, you know, I'm glad we could work out the timing. As you start down this podcast journey, you'll see the hardest thing about doing it is getting your guests to do what they said they'll do. So good luck to you. Well, I appreciate that, bud. I really do. Um, so you have uh, been a Christian. Tell us real briefly, Lee, when, when you became a Christian. You, I know you have a Christian heritage. Uh, it just gives mm-hmm. us a little bit of background there to help set up what we want to ask you about, which is the big headline for you at, at coming on our show is you read the entire Bible in six days. So that's where we're going with this. But tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so I am, uh, my, my conversion story occurs in uh, Awana, uh, or as a function of Awana, as a very young guy, uh, I'd say five or six. I know it would be five exactly because I was in Cubbies at the time. Um, but, you know, just you know, broad strokes is uh, you start to understand what what death is at a very young age, and you start to grapple with that with your miniature mind. And uh, mm. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's an easy solution. Uh, and I just so happened to be growing up around it and learning all about that solution. And it was just, uh, that was my, that was my start. And obviously, you know, anytime that's someone's story, there's starts and stops and greater depths of understanding that occur as you mature and, uh, sometimes demature, I, you know, as a, as a harsh, uh, reality of, of the Christian life. But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's my background and, um, you know, I can go into, any greater depth in any direction you want on that, but that's the general gist. So um, just for those who aren't aware, Awana is a, a program for children where they learn the scriptures and memorize scriptures, and it's in many churches across the country. It's a national organization based there out of the Chicagoland, right? You know, I don't know where they're based, but I knew that uh, if you didn't have your verses memorized that week, there would be some penalty. <laughs> yes. I remember Awana's and I remember specifically needing to memorize, you know, those verses. So it was a bore fruit in your life. So you were raised in a it, Christian home. Uh, mm-hmm. You went off to Liberty University where you got a degree and played some basketball there. Is that right? Yeah. I always, I always, you know, mentioned the caveat because it was always my goal to play division one college basketball. Uh, I had a couple uh, hiccups along the way. Uh, but did play at Liberty, but I, I was no superstar. I always say I was everyone's favorite backup point guard. So All right. I spent a lot of time on the bench and a lot of time on a practice floor. Not too terribly much time on that actual floor, though. Gotcha. So um, that brings us to, you know, you came to Jacksonville for a period of time, so that's where we mm-hmm. became friends. Of course, we had the connection through our network of churches as well, uh, with your dad being heavily involved uh, in Harvest in Chicago, et cetera. So, um, but... You uh, tell tell us what led you to to come up with this idea of wanting to kind of like speed read the entire Bible. We, we're really pushing here on the podcast and promoting 
reading through the scriptures, and, and we're, we're initiating this episode, a uh, three-year journey. In this episode, we're going to talk about Genesis 1 through 11, and then we're going to continue on uh, through the whole Bible over the next three years. So mm-hmm. this, is, this is a major emphasis for us, is we want to really encourage people to read the Word of God. And here, you know, a lot of people are challenged by the Word of God and, and in terms of reading it and mm-hmm. think they can't read. It's just such a uh, large book. It's a long read in a lot of people's minds, and they've, a lot of people have tried and failed, but we want to encourage it. And I thought it would just be great to bring you on and say, hey, here's a guy who did it in six days. It's kind of like, what's our excuse, you know? So what, what caused you to even think about doing this? I'd never heard anything like this before. Yeah, so, you know, we, we originally talked about this, I think it was in 2016, uh, and, you know, in preparation for our conversation today, I went and read that, uh, that blog post, and I was thinking, man, that, the Lee Corning that wrote this is a, feels like a guy that I knew a long time ago. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, a it was an exercise in a commitment to like the things I knew that were right. And I had been reading lots of other books. I think the book that I was specifically reading at the time was the, the Steve Jobs book that had come out mm-hmm. several years back. I people might remember that. Mm-hmm. He had just passed away. It was big news. Uh, his narrative was, was uh, in fashion at the time. So read that book and I was like, I don't really care about this book, but I just kept on going because I was two thirds done. I didn't want to, you don't want to have a book on your shelf you haven't read. So uh, I was just kind of plowing through it. And I got to the end and I thought, this was a kind of a waste of time. No disrespect to Steve Jobs or Apple fans. Uh, that's when he told to step on on the internet press. So don't make fun of Apple fans on your, on your podcast. <laughs> but uh, it, it was, it was just something where I was thinking, all right, I can, if I can read these books of this size and I just finished, uh, like I, my sister and I read Atlas Shrugged and like, uh, you know, that's a 1400 page book and mm. other books that are similar, similar size, just like cultural classics and right. things, you know, just to, have an idea of what's out in the world. Um, and I have like 10 copies of the Bible on my shelf and it just struck me that I had never read that book cover to cover. And then yet I claim to have this book as my sole driver. Mm. And I just was like, all right, we need to get this handled right now. Interesting. <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was wasn't, right that I, time. I don't think I remember yeah, that part of your story. And by the way, he's making reference just a few minutes ago, you made reference to the fact that we, I've interviewed, interviewed you before for my blog on this subject. I emailed mm-hmm. you the questions, you, you agreed to do it, and then you emailed me the answers back, and then I posted it. It's one of my favorite interviews on my blog I've done, and it's, it's still on our uh, pastorbrett.com slash soundoftruth.org uh, website uh, if, if the listeners want to look that up. And so I don't remember that detail that you had, you had not read through the whole Bible up to that point. So this was yeah. part of your motivation. Yeah, so like every, if you've come through the church like I have, uh, and you've been around it your whole life, you've read the entire Bible at some level in some capacity, uh, or like we're part of a program where you read, you know, just the Old Testament or just the New Testament or the the Pentateuch, but then you read the Minor Prophets later. Like you could piece together my right. Bible reading and be like, you read the whole thing. Right. But I had never given that commitment uh, to the Bible that I had given to. This mm-hmm. Steve Jobs book twenty minutes ago, and I was like, "All right, that 
just feels off. I better get into this. And it was right in that time between Christmas and New Year's that we're kind of walking through right now. Yes. Where you have a little bit of extra time. Mm-hmm. I didn't have kids at the time too, which, which for those of you that don't have kids, you think you don't have time now, uh, wait till you do have kids because then you will really have no time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I was, I was just like, I got, I can, I have the opportunity to do this. And uh, I have, I, I know that when I sit and I just look at a book for, for 10 hours, like I can drone off, I can read fast, I can, I could be flipping through 10 pages and not be fully understanding what I'm reading. Just, mm-hmm. you know, that, that drone on thing. So I, I went over to Audible and I downloaded a, uh, I think it was an ESV version of audio. And then I just grabbed a, a 25 cent copy of the Bible that was in the same, uh, translation, not translation, but we call version, uh, on Amazon and then just read them together for uh, the duration of the book. And it was, it was my favorite experience I've had with any book. Mm. Tell us a little bit about the process. How did you pull this off? What, what was it like in terms of the game plan and you did it? Yeah. So, um, I've mentioned to you before that, you know, I, I used a, uh, an audio version of the Bible that you can just grab on audible.com. There's a bunch of different versions. Um, some of them are a little more theatrical than others. Quite frankly, I like the theatrical ones because you're looking for as much, mm-hmm. Uh, mm. you know, kind of, I don't know. I, w- I was going to use the word, uh, you know, pop for this, for this marathon run here. So multiple, um, so multiple readers that. in that dramatic version, that type of thing? Yes, and I, li- I really like that because it's really easy to decipher between who the speaker is. So, like, if you're, if you're reading, especially in the Old Testament, the, the voice of God shows up pretty often, and then there's the, the characters. So if you're not 100% certain of speaker switch, you can feel like this is someone talking or this is God talking or you're not sure, and that just makes it a harder process. So you want to iron out as much of the hardness uh, you can mm-hmm. for this type of thing. So I really enjoyed that. And then I follow along in the actual book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you ever get to those points like what's the number one thing Brett people tell you why they say they can't read yeah they get to Leviticus and they get you know numbers or numbers or you know those first chronicles Mm -hmm. first section usually Leviticus you know is they wear out yeah it gets boring I remember I specifically when I was Mm -hmm. not I was not a Christian but I wanted to read the whole Bible and I was like well I'm Mm going to pick up in the New Testament and is it is it the first chapter in Matthew which is just the names yeah I didn't get through the first chapter of Matthew (laughs) I ended up like, okay, I'm not doing this. Yeah, and so when when you have the audio in your ears and you're looking at the page, like you can see how many more names are coming if you're not super focused on what the names are, and it's just going to keep going whether you're you're fully comprehending all the names or not. So it just gives you like a view of like how how long are you going to go through the recounting of you know how much silver there was in Judah at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so the dimensions for of the me, temple and like, all that stuff. Yeah. Right. So for me, that was like, okay, this is, they're going to list off names for 30 seconds here and then we'll carry on with the story. Um, so I, I thought that was tremendously helpful. Right. And then the other piece is there's the piece, the, the piece of time and quiet are, are things that really were helpful in that frame. And because I was saying like, I just got married, we had no kids yet. I could stay up through the night and I could, you know, my, my wife would run to the store and I would have you know, multiple hours in a row to just sit there and do this mm-hmm. thing I was doing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you had a week so off now, from work, if I yeah. remember correctly, also, right? Yeah, that frame between. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's Christmas right. You, you were, yeah, it was yeah. natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so th- that's always really helpful. It's difficult with kids, obviously. You got to carve out time after hours or right. uh, before hours. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's that's kind of the mechanism that was used. And, you know, I, I would use Evernote to take uh, any notes I wanted to take or because when you're going through a sprint, there's, you know, my dad reads the Bible in a year, but he spends two hours in it every day. And, and but he's going back and forth looking for like, oh, I didn't I didn't remember this or like cross reference right. something else. When you're doing it like this, there's no going back because the audio is rolling. You're going forward whether you want to or not. Mm-hmm. So I would take little notes and say like, OK, here's here's something I'd want to you know look into later. Right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the, that's all the tools. Did you have a, um, a point where you struggled to say, I'm going to pull this off, but, and then maybe another point where it's like, okay, I've done this enough. This I'm finishing this. This is going to work. Did you have any doubts along yeah. the way? Yeah. So, you know, this is something that people have asked me before too. It's like, there's this thing we say in sales is that time kills all deals. And so, you know, when you make a commitment yesterday to do something, and you're one sixth done the next day. It's like it's not as difficult to keep that commitment if it's not the time duration of the commitment. It's not there that long. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was to say, I think it's you know this is up to the beholder on what, how true this is, but I think when you make long term commitments, it's more difficult than short term right. firm commitments. So for me, it was like, yeah, I can do this in six days if I just if it along, I've got time. Um, it would be more difficult for me to do it over. Like you hear people do the, the 12 months. Like that would be harder for me than, mm. than the six days, yeah. I think. Right. Interesting. All right. So you, you finished it in six days. And Rick joked, you said, uh, I mentioned you read it. He read it in six days. And, and, then <laughs> and on said, the seventh day, you rested. Yeah. So did you like <laughs> crash or was it like, okay, let's go do, move on, you know? Yeah, I was doing a. I was doing this for you know, ten, twelve hours a day mm-hmm. for m- multiple days, and that was like a. I was drinking Mountain Dew at the time, and I really don't even <laughs> drink Mountain Dew anymore, because <laughs> I think I think when you turn thirty, like your taste buds for Mountain Dew turn off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a young man's game. That is a young man's game. So I just was like, I was uh, going down this hall, and I just I think I slept for ten, twelve hours the next day. Wow, yeah. uh, which was. Which is cool at the time. How could you could swing that? Yeah, yeah. I can. I. I would. I'd admit. If I went through six days through that kind of schedule of reading the Bible, I'd be like, I don't think I need to read today. I think I've earned it. <laughs> it takes about eighty hours to read through the Bible, so this is entirely doable for folks if they want to take on this challenge. I mean, we've got more than eighty mm-hmm. hours a week by far. Um, so this is something that can be done. It is phenomenal to hear it and to see it using both of those senses. I, I think it was brilliant that you did it that way. It helps keep you on pace. It's really, it's really good stuff. So thanks for sharing that part of it that I think I want to encourage people to consider increasingly is to use audio Bibles along with following along physically in, in the, with the physical Bible with your eyes over the text. It's, it's a great thing to do. And it also helps if you just speed it up just some. I, I'm sure you had an opportunity on that app to put it like 1.5 or 1.75 or something like that. Is that, is that what you did too? Or yeah, and to, to, to uh, feedback on the, the idea about like getting stuck in the Old Testament, if, if there's a, a page and a half of names and uh, counts of things, you can turn that up to 1.5 for that, or <laughs> we even did that. Like, 
Yeah. We did I mean, 1.75, I think, for the names and, and all that. The begats. Yeah. So. You, but you get the picture, right? It's like, yeah. I, yeah. There was no there was no corner cut. He just said names fast. All the Israelites in heaven are like, you really speeded up on my name? That was mine. <laughs> so yeah, they're up there. They're, they're not worried about their name, I that's think. That's right. The reason why we read the word is to know the Lord and to enable the word to bear fruit in our lives. Tell us about how that impacted you. Mm-hmm. There is a, a not that old of a claim. I, I can't remember who said it. Uh, but it, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Right. And it, at this frame... Uh, I, we had just moved to, to Dallas and I, we didn't know very many people. So like the, the vacuum of those five people were in my mind, very glaring. So I was like, well, if, uh, if I can sub the Bible in for one of those entities, I think I'll be on a good start for my other four. Interesting. So I was just like, you know, and there's this other concept that my dad always talks about is that the world is influencing you, whether you want it to or not. Like if you have a computer, uh, if you drive to work and see billboards, if you watch the baseball game, the commercials and the announcers, everything is an influence on you in one direction or another. Yeah. So I could take this one influence that I knew was good and I had, it could, you know, put me up a hundred points on the hundred out of a hundred score for, for positive influence. So I, I just wanted to plug that in. And it, it bears, it bears fruit, like you're saying, because I would find myself in situations where I would remember something that was similar to this from this, right. from this experience. And the other thing is when you're putting forth that type of time and effort into something, you naturally want to talk about it. So like I found myself talking about the Bible all the time to anyone who would mm-hmm. listen to it, <laughs> which is, you know, wasn't something I foresaw, but it's just top of mind, tip of the tongue, and it's it's what I was interested in in the moment. And mm-hmm. you talk about the thing you're, things you're interested in. Right. Uh, so I, I found that to be interesting as well. Yeah, so in, in that situation, you're not necessarily, you know, because I think some fears that some Christians have is, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy who's always hitting somebody over the head with the Bible. But, from, I mean, from this perspective, if you're, if you're just filling yourself with the Word, you just can't help but be, you know, I was just reading, you know, somebody says something, and you say, I was just reading that in the Bible, something very similar, and you just bring up a verse. or yeah. So now it's not you trying to hit them upside the head with the Bible. It's just, it's outflowing from you. That's, yeah. that's pretty interesting. Right. Yeah, and it's, you know, if, if someone asks you a question or, you know, they're unsure about something, like, you, you can be careful with how you apply this. Mm-hmm. Uh, to other people as well. This this exercise is to apply to yourself, but then there will be situations where you are available to help someone understand something or give a biblical take, uh, and I I found that to be tremendously helpful as well. So so Lee, we've got listeners. We got people who are going to watch the video. We have some listeners who are seeing this, and maybe they think, "Hey, I want to try that out." Do you have any tips? You know, having gone through this, and I don't know if you've done it again since. But tips for someone who's never done this before um, or maybe who's, who's, you know, maybe excited about this and, and maybe they want to tackle something. Tips that they can either uh, consider to do prior to, you know, jumping into reading the whole Bible in a very short amount of time um, that might be able to help them out. And with I that. think the answer to this question, Lee, also will apply to people who I've seen where the 90-day Bible reading plan is considered very intense for a lot of people and they want to try to tackle that. They've read through the Bible in a year, but then now they're going to do it in 90 days or even a 30-day plan. I've seen some people talk about that. I think some of what you, the principles you learned from doing this six-day speed read would apply to help some folks like that as well. What I would tell you is people learn and commit to things in different ways. 
And so the, the, the first piece of making this easier is the audio piece and the, the physical piece at the same time, mm-hmm. because there will be people that are, they, they'll get the audio on and they'll be like, they'll just kind of, their eyes will glaze over because right. they learn through audio. Right. And then there are people that block out the audio because they learn best through text. That both those are fine. You know, wherever you're at, however you can get this done, uh, mm-hmm. game on. The other thing I would say is there are people that are motivated differently. So for me, I could do this by myself. I didn't need any outside influences. But what I find in nature is people want to go together. So since since I've done this original Bible read, I think about five years ago, I have read the Bible 10 times by my current count. And the previous nine have been with other people uh, that mm. say, I want to try to go through. And I say uh, something to the effect of early on, this might sound a little weird, but I would say like, I'll race you. And I would get on that uh, Bible app, you know, the thing where you can like put on the canonical plan on the, mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's called the Bible app. And then every day it'll like show where you are. And by like January 3rd, I would be on day 107 or something like that. And, uh, you know, those, there are people that are motivated like that, but then there's people that <laughs> want to be motivated by the long haul and say, you know, just go with me one day at a time right? and we'll get there. And, uh, there's, there's other folks that maybe have been through a few times and they're just looking for a fresh light on a, a known entity with like my parents for instance, would be folks that have read through the Bible countless times. Um, but now they're on the canonical or the, not the canonical chronological, plan, the chronological plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it like just gives a fresh light to something familiar. Right. I think any of those tactics are good. You just have to know who you are, uh, who your, your friends are, and you can kind of tailor something that works for you guys. But it's, you know, the, at the end of the day, it's, it's about seeing how much of this word you can get in your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the other piece is like, there are a lot of times in my life where I felt like I want to to recapture some of that goodness from that original read where it felt so good to be doing this, mm-hmm. where I'll be listening to some music and I'm like, uh, you know, hey, this this isn't a good influence. Where And then I'll do, go try to find something new. And that, you know, it kind of bleeds over into other things if it's successful. So I would, I would say if you're going to start, you don't want to feel like you failed, like commit to it, go with someone if that helps you Mm -hmm. um, and just try to find some time and block it out and you can do it for sure. Um, And this is having done a podcast on my own. This is always one of those things you're cautioned not to do, but I would say if you want to read the Bible and you can't find anyone to go with, or, you know, they could probably call you first, Brett, but find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. I'll, I'll, I'll go with you again. Um, I've, like I said, I've been through with a whole bunch of people and, um, it's always fun. I like, I haven't been disappointed one time and I'll let you know, Brett, when I get disappointed, cause I'm going to need some pep talk. Or something. There you go. There, there you go. go. I really appreciate your time. This has been so good. And there's so many more questions I want to ask you about this. Um, maybe we can do it again sometime. I, I would right. love to have you back on the program and ask for some of the theological, uh, implications of your reading the scripture. Cause I, I mean, and folks can go to our, my blog and find your name, Lee Corning, read through the Bible six mm-hmm. days. I can't remember the exact title of my blog post from, what, four or five years ago. Um, you share some really cool insights of what you learned in terms of your 
who God is. And so maybe we can talk about that sometime as well. But thanks so much for your time, Lee, and for coming on the on the podcast. And uh, look forward to talking to you again, brother. But Well, yeah. Lee, let me say this. I, I don't know if this is something that you might be interested in, but maybe this the last 15 seconds or you know 30 seconds of this segment, if you want to share any of your social media things that you might people want to yes. follow you on. Anything like that we can promote for you. We'd, we'd love to do that. For sure. So. Yeah, so I'm not much of a social media presence, but uh, you can find me on any of the the, the standard apps. Uh, just Lee Corning, uh, Corning spelled C-O-R-N-I-N-G. Um, I'm I'm like love to get involved with other people going on the same journey I am, wherever they happen to be in the world. Uh, but you know, I just want to say thanks to you guys for having me on. Um, it's a it's a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you guys will do great. I'm I'm really encouraged by I've been encouraged by you know Brett making videos for years and the blog and all those types of things. So I think this will just be the the next stone on top of that pile. So uh, good stuff, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Oh, that was good. That was really good. I, in fact, I think we're going to have to have him back. <laughs> if you're enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends. Thanks. The music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.